Hey fam, this is Sister Martha. And this is Sister Deborah. And we are two nuns living abroad on a monastery and want to talk about our life, thoughts, I don't know, perspectives on culture, religion. And we also enjoy a nice glass of wine while we do it. Yeah, so join us. Enjoy! Hello everybody. Hi, it's your favorite pair of nuns. This is Sister Martha. And this is Sister Deborah. Hey. Today we are having some really fancy beers. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some Baileys and hot chocolate a little bit earlier. Yep. Um, we're also eating mac and cheese. Mm. So the sound mm. of us eating. I super apologize, but at the same time, I'm not sorry about it. Yeah, we're not sorry at all, actually. I feel like whenever you live outside of your home country, there's, like, certain things that are, like, prized possessions mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, nostalgia and, like, you only have once in a really great while. And for some reason, box macaroni and cheese, white cheddar, is just one of those things. And it's so delicious. Oh, man. You just can't. It's just so good. That might explode where we're from. I'm pretty sure we've said where we're from. Yeah, I think oh, we yeah, did. we did. We did a whole political podcast For sure. America. Yeah, yeah, they know yeah, about it. Yeah, we're from America. I feel like it's very easy to guess where oh. we're from. Like, it's not difficult. <laughs> we speak English. We have these, like, chipper, <laughs> smiley. <laughs> Our accents give us away entirely. Like, in a second. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, Sister Martha. Mm-hmm. What's our topic for the day? Okay, so we live um, in a monastery, mm-hmm. right? I'm, like, really conflicted to call it a monastery or a nunnery or, you know. What is a nunnery? I feel like a monastery is for monks and a nunnery is for nuns. <laughs> I think you made up the word nunnery. <laughs> I don't think so. No, it's in Shakespeare. He's in in um, Hamlet. He's you know like, get many... thee to a nunnery. Do you know how many words Shakespeare made up? Many. Who cares? Many, 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 many. So does the Bible, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> so many words we have. Because All those random It's in the Bible. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'm so, not sure. Should we just call it the monastery? I'm going to continue to call it the monastery. Oh, it's, cool. It's been named by people other than us. Mm-mm. Good point. So, anyway. I feel like we got to honor that. So, yeah. Shout out to you. You know who you are. <laughs> if you're listening. Still. Still. <laughs> Our three listeners <laughs> <laughs> clap for you. <laughs> oh, this is for us. So anyway, so just having like a really honest talk. So this is a pretty like close community mm-hmm. of people. And, you know, like we live in like really close quarters with about 80 to 100 people, let's just say. Yeah. Um, And so maybe... I was thinking we should have a really great, honest conversation because the masses probably want to know. <laughs> Again, you three listeners. Yeah, you guys are clamoring for this information. But, I, you know, I do feel like it is a big question of our generation. Like, people are really like, man, I really want community. I'm really longing for community. I think even social media is this, like, attempt to have authentic community. Authentic. Wow, what a word. Love that trendy word. What? <laughs> you can't see it, but Sister Deborah just like gave me the biggest side eye. <laughs> and so I, I think it's 
just let's just spill all the tea and have a very honest conversation about the best parts and the craziest slash worst parts of living in a monastery and aka are like a super close-knit community of people yeah i think something to be said about this right off the bat just so mm. you understand a little bit more mm. about what type of place we live in because it yeah. can be kind of confusing for people if they don't know about like the i don't know type organization we we're a part of yeah. yeah basically you feel like you're living on a college campus mm. but there's families that live on this college campus so there's newborn babies there's Children that are 5, there's children that are 10, there's children that are 15, 16, all living in the same area. Um, and then there's a bunch of single people. Um, there's newlyweds that move on to this monastery. It's just people from literally... There's love that blossoms yes. on this monastery. So much blossoming. Yes. If you've listened to our Twitter-pated episode... Um, <laughs> If you haven't, go listen to it because you will know exactly <laughs> what we're talking about. But there's j- literally people from all ages that live yeah. where we're living. And so it becomes this very, very interesting community. It's not like <laughs> in college where you're surrounded by people who are the exact same age as you. Right. Or I'm trying to think of other community. Oh, nursing homes. You know, all of them are super <laughs> old. two kinds of communities <laughs> out there. Other <laughs> college campus. Or nursing homes. <laughs> all the guys. Those are the two that we can compare them to right now, yeah. but we're very different from that because we're literally all ages. Super, like, cross-generational yeah. and cross-cultural, but what we do have in common is you have a, a group of people living at the same place that you work, at the same place that you, like, eat. So you, like, sleep, eat, and kind of work within the same kind of campus, let's mm-hmm. just say, or within, like, the monastery. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so that's pretty unique. Like, you don't always have that everywhere you go. A lot of times you, like, live somewhere totally different and you, like, relax somewhere totally different. But here it's, like, I live on a floor with, like, 20 other people. We all work at the same place. And, like, that's the same building that we also eat all of our meals in and that sometimes yeah. I work in, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like, during COVID-19, everybody's working from their bedrooms. <laughs> yeah. So, like, working from home has a totally different meaning. Right. Because you're like, well, I guess I can work in um, this room. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Yay! I've been having a bunch of Zoom meetings from our communal um, kitchen. Mm. So I just literally sit on the breakfast table, and people will come in and out as I'm like on my Zoom meeting, <laughs> and they'll try and talk to me and have a conversation. I'm like, I'm I'm on Zoom. I'm on Zoom. I can't talk to you right now. I apologize. But I can't I can't be in my room because my roommate is still sleeping and I have an early morning Zoom meeting and so I have to sit in the communal kitchen <laughs> almost yeah. every Tuesday morning. Yeah. It's very fun. So Another that's, thing, you know, like a con maybe, I yeah. would say, of like really intense community living. Yeah. One more thing to note about our specific community is that it's super international. Obviously, you know, we're living in places that are not our hometown. Um, we are Americans living abroad. Mm. So we are entering into somebody else's culture and so it's a lot of different cultures and many people yeah. from that are doing the same thing from many different countries i don't yeah. know we probably have like 20 countries At represented yeah, yeah represented in our area minimum so minimum yeah so in that sense it's even additional like it's not just not our home culture 
it's also not even the culture that we're living in. Like, mm-hmm. this country, I would say it's not, like, this culture, mm-hmm. um, which I think is pretty unique because now it's, like, this weird mix of a bunch of different cultures. And so you get kind of this, like, third culture, basically. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of, like, this other thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hence, our grasp of the native language <laughs> is pretty rough. It's so bad. <laughs> so bad. We just apologize to all of y'all out there. Yeah. We've literally been living here, what, two and a half years? Mm-hmm. Neither of us can speak the language. Yeah. It's fine. We'll talk about our, like, guilt and... <laughs> Working through this culture here, another podcast. Another podcast. Anyway, this one's about community, pros and cons of living in community. Another thing that I think is really fair to say, which I feel like is a given, saying that we call it the monastery, is that what brings us together is a common value of our faith and like what we believe Mm -hmm. and I think that's a pretty unique thing Mm -hmm. that other times you build a community off of something else but our community is very much based off of like hey we have a common faith um and it might look different we might have different expressions of it but we're like all here for this reason yeah And I think that's what really makes our community actually work. Because if we didn't have that common faith, that common belief system, Mm. oh my word, it would fall apart within three days. That's so true. My goodness. With how many (laughs) different personalities, I mean, that's no matter where you're at, but all the different personalities, all the different cultural backgrounds, Mm. all the different miscommunications, Mm. we literally, we would not make it at all. No, there's no way. Can I do a mic? Yeah. I don't want to tell mic. I mean, you just take as much as you want, girl. Look That's at that. what I want. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, so what are you... Do you think is some of the best things about this community? Um, so I am an About the monastery. The monastery. <laughs> the monastery. The ministry. The ministry. What's the best thing about it? Yeah. Um, so I live on the monastery. Yeah, you do. Um... We've said before, but Sister Martha, Martha mm-hmm. does not. She lives literally. I live a walking. whole seven hundred meters away. <laughs> it's crazy, but it feels like yeah. very different. Like you different. have a different place to retreat to. Yeah. So some pros about me living physically in the same building that I work in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I really enjoy having people around all the time because I'm an extrovert. Right. Except on Sundays, I do not talk to anybody on Sundays. <laughs> So this you is just, you just like wear a sign on Sunday. I literally don't leave my room on Sundays. If somebody comes and like knocks on my door, I'm like, hello, what do you need? And then I'm like, okay, bye. Just pretend like you're not there. Like, why I do, do you even answer? I don't. I sometimes I don't. It's it's only if someone has texted me and been like, hey, can I come and talk to you about something? I do feel then very honored you. because let it be known, today is Sunday. So yeah, it is Sunday. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're an exception. Come on, we all know that. <laughs> yeah, one. <laughs> I've made it. <laughs> but literally, like. On Sundays, me and my roommate, we both do this. A lot of times, like, we will not leave the room on Sundays. Yeah. I'm more about it than she is. Like, she'll go and hang out with her boyfriend. But sure. I'm like, I really don't leave the room on Sundays. Can't do it. Nope. Unless I'm going to church. Mm-hmm. But church is like... Oh, it's been so church, rough to go to church, bro. But, but church, church, is, church is like a breath of fresh air because you're leaving yeah. the monastery. Yeah. So it's like... And you're getting to, like, talk to friends that, like, you don't actually do life with 24-7. Right. So you're like, oh, it's so good to see you. It's yes. been a whole week. What a crazy idea. Yeah, it's cr- it's wild. Oh, my God. But anyway, so pros and cons. So I love being around people. I like that my dinner is made for me. It's mm. not always my most favorite food. But I'm, like, sometimes after a day You don't like bubbly work, chicken? Oh, my so God. Weird. I'm so freaking done with that food. It's literally on rotation all the time. 
but it is nice though it is it's you do have so like a nice. cafeteria yeah because especially after a long day of work like yeah i get done at like 4 15 and then the the monastery provide provides food at 4 30 and i'm like yes thank you like i just want to eat right now yeah um another thing to note we have very very early dinners here yeah <laughs> side, side note. note side note dinners are super early but compared to america so that is really nice that that can happen, and I think I just like how there are a ton of pe- different people from different walks of life, mm. and if I need advice about something, there's always someone to go to. Yeah. Like, I can go down to one of the neighbor's house and be like, hey, man, I really got this issue, and they've been like, I don't know, married for 30 years and have like 14 <laughs> kids. Okay, nobody on our, nobody in the monastery has 14 kids. But you know, like just like has wisdom to give me Perfect. and I can just like learn from so many other people. When I was dealing with child number oh my gosh. 14, what I did was. Oh my word. But like you, if I would be living yeah, just like in the quote unquote real world, yeah. I wouldn't be able to just walk down to somebody's house and knock on their door and be like Mm -hmm. hi i need your advice for something i mean some people maybe have that but that's it's a rarity i feel like it is hard you have to like really work to build those relationships where here it's like almost natural because you live so close and you you're in this place where like no we want to help you grow we want to see you change we want to see you grow into someone who you want to be and so there's so many people on basic or Mm. in the monastery that you connect with where you're like yes i want to come and learn from you and like have you pour into my life yeah because i would say most people live on the monastery because specifically they're passionate about that Mm -hmm. because they're passionate about pouring into other people because they want to show up for other people and i think that that is one of the best parts honestly that you because i think honestly even like now i still have this thing of like when i show up at someone's door i'm like do you want me here you know Mm -hmm. like do you want me please love me and accept me and you probably don't you know and Mm -hmm. it's this kind of like feeling of yeah yeah you probably you're probably busy or you're probably too much but i don't think honest to goodness that ever is the feeling here Mm -hmm. because literally people have changed their whole lives um and done crazy things and made crazy sacrifices to live here so that they can pour into people yeah. And there's this common thing of, like, I'm going to show up for other people. Like, I am. And I believe in that <coughs> so much that I'm going to choke <coughs> on my beer. I'm going to choke on my beer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <sighs> it got me real choked up there. <clears throat> yep, yep. Anyway. Te- tears there. But, yeah. Mm. Okay, so now let's talk about what they listeners probably really want to know. What is the tea? What is the worst parts about living in like super close community? Mm. I can go first, man. Yeah, you go first. I'm chewing. Because I, so it, it is true. I do not live on the monastery right this second. I have been living in an apartment for about six months now, which is crazy. It's my first like apartment actually of my own, my own making more than just like for an internship or for a thing. So I've lived basically in a monastery for most of my adult life. Between university and what I do now, um, I lived on the monastery for the first two years I lived here. And I think the worst part of it was whenever you are so dead and you just have like nothing to give and you're like, all I want to do 
is go to the kitchen and make a cup of tea and go back to my room. That's it, okay? I have nothing else. I've had a crazy day. I'm super stressed. I just need to, like, unwind. But going to this kitchen becomes, like, this really intense, like, marathon (laughs) of, like, you look out and you're like, is anyone there? Because you know if there's a certain person in the kitchen, you're not getting out. Like, there's no way you're getting out alive. Like, you, you're going to sit there and talk about your day. And they're going to ask... 45 minutes. 45 minutes. And they're going to ask small talk questions. And you can't just, like, get out of there. You know, you have to, and like... all you want to go... All you want to do is go back to your room and watch New Girl. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Or, like, they're having some big emotional moment. And then you find out, oh, it's not actually that emotional. You're just feeling needy and want someone to, like, pay attention to you. And, like, yeah. I am that person that will, like, pay attention to you. So I have to, like... <sighs> it's so... It, it's, like exhausting to not have any space to be yourself or to feel like you always have to be on or to kind of feel like there's a minefield of somebody who needs something from you that you can you have to like navigate around and like look both ways in the hallway and be like okay that person's there run quick get the tea get back go 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 you know it's like mission get the tea and get back to your room on this like unnoticed yeah it's like the super intense yeah i think another thing like kind of going along with that is you don't choose who you're living with yeah and so if it was like a bunch of your best friends who you can be super open and honest with and super like yeah you know this is how i'm feeling right now i need to do this and this and like don't talk to me then i feel like it would be totally different Mm. but because of the situation that we're in with so many different backgrounds again and like different cultures if you would say something like that like hey i really don't i don't have the energy to talk right now If you would say that to someone who has gone through something crazy in their life or comes from a background where that is super rude, then they can be super offended and super hurt, like, so fast in just, like, an instant. And you're like, that is not what I meant at all. (laughs) But, like, it just happens because, yeah, different ideas from the world, different worldviews. And then it's like, no, if I see you and I start to talk to you, you need to talk to me. Whereas, like, in America, if you're like, oh, yeah, okay, good to see you, bye. Bye. That's not rude. But here, it would be like, that is rude. If I'm telling you I need to talk to you about something, you must talk to me about it now, no matter if it takes four minutes or four hours. (laughs) Put your life on hold. Put your life on hold for me. It's not as important. (laughs) Or I guess that is the flip side of people are being like, yeah, okay, people are here to invest in people, love people. Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever. If you ever, God forbid, have a bad day, like, you are a horrible person if you don't, you're not constantly available. Yeah. Or if you're not constantly um, able to show up for people. Yeah. Or you're not constantly, like, if you are just suddenly like, hey, I'm sorry, I can't have this, like, super deep, like, counseling session with you at 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> All I wanted was some honey, thanks so much. Yeah. Like, you are a horrible person and you're not being there and you like are a failure and Mm. like suddenly this whole person feels like all this deep offense and you're like i am so sorry i am just human but then right on the other side of that is like there are times where i have been like oh i'm just gonna go get tea in the kitchen and then have had ended up sitting down with someone having a really great conversation right because it's like oh we both live here let's just like sit down and talk and then there's been times where like that has happened and i've totally walked away from those conversations being like yes that was so good to have that but then it's like those moments so like it's the same moment can have a positive and negative Mm -hmm. outcome because there's moments where you walk into the kitchen to get a tea and then you just want to go right back to your room and then there's moments where you walk into the kitchen to have a tea and you are have totally enough energy to take on somebody (laughs) else's world problems yeah you know someone else's meltdown in crisis yeah 
something else that I've noticed about that is like being in those situations where mm. somebody asks me from uh, like asks me for more than I feel like giving at that moment, mm. then it makes me like kind of appreciate and respect people who have told me no in moments where I go up to them and I'm like, hey, can mm. you help me with this thing? And they're mm. like, actually, right now I really got to deal with this thing instead. Like, I'm like, wow, thank you so much for being open and honest with me because I don't mm. want to make mm. you feel like you have to like give yeah. more of yourself than you're willing to give or like yeah. that you feel that I'm pressuring you to do mm. like to be my person in the moment or like to fix all my world problems right like I so respect those people who can say mm. no in the moment and I think that's something I need to learn how to do <laughs> I'm like how do you do that so Sister nicely Deborah. how do you do that so nicely to me teach well, me your Enneagram ways <laughs> <laughs> because I don't get offended when those people say that. Yeah. To me, and maybe that's just because I don't know. I'm you're just like, you. yeah, you know, you're and fine. Like, not offendable. Yeah. <laughs> Teach well, everyone else that. Can you do okay. that? <laughs> I don't know if I'm not offendable, but in moments where people are like, "I'm tired and I need sleep," I'm like, "You go, girl. Yes, you take your time." But I, yeah. Th- yeah, I do need to learn how to do that so then I can actually like give somebody valuable time instead of just being like I'm half asleep here listening to you yeah or I was even thinking about like man I also appreciate the people that I am having a crisis and someone shows up in that moment Mm -hmm. and yeah they weren't expecting it and there's no like time timetable for crisis you know Mm -hmm. like emotions don't follow like ah yes it is now for 30. Perfect. <laughs> you can now commence the meltdown. Yeah. You know? like, Amen. It just doesn't always work that way. Mm-hmm. And so I think one of the best parts of community is you can't hide. Like someone's going to see that. And I feel like we want to hide. I want to hide my mess mm-hmm. a lot of times and to actually invite somebody into that or almost be forced to invite someone into that because I am living in a very transparent community and someone can tell when I'm having a bad day. Yeah. Or someone is there when I'm having a meltdown and it happens to be someone I trust. And so like we're sitting there at the kitchen table at 2 a.m. talking about this issue and like they show up for me and they're Mm -hmm. there. And that's so valuable and that's so Mm -hmm. beautiful. And like you're not alone, you know, in that moment. Um, But I think that like we talk about those moments like they're so amazing. We talk about those moments like they're Instagram and it's like amazing and like you're not alone and like you're I'm here for you and like all those things. But the reality is there's a cost to that kind of of Mm -hmm. like community. There's a cost to that kind of relationship and that cost is you're constantly surrounded by people. Yeah. And you don't feel alone and sometimes you're asked to give more than you feel like you have to give or sometimes um, yeah you have to deal with someone else's offense and pressure and like leaders that show up too much or don't show up enough or mm-hmm. you know like we all want that moment of like feeling alone and someone coming into it and it's so beautiful <clears throat> that it's worth it but like no one wants to give the cost of like hey bro this is messy and you like didn't do your dishes for like the fifth time I'm gonna need you to do those yeah. <laughs> you know or flip side of that being the person that someone comes to you and is like um hey you didn't wipe down the table I'm gonna need you to do that and you being all like, who are you to tell me? Oh, you're right. I probably should do that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, that is some humility, man. Mm-hmm. And to be like, I'm sorry. You're right. I was being too loud or left the light on or, yeah. you know, like, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I think all the nitpicky stuff is super hard to deal with as well. Because 
there's certain cultures in the world that are like, everything needs to be super clean and super tidy and nothing can be out of place ever. Not a single crumb. Yes. No grain of rice can be left outside of the bag. And you left that there for 2.5 seconds. That was too long. You were finished with that mug. You should have put it in the sink the second you were done with the last one. You had job. to go to the bathroom? How dare you? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was watching that and that took you like 30 seconds longer than it should have. You're like, thank you. There's definitely been people who we both have lived with that have like just wanted to write down like huge amounts of rules Mm. for living on the floor that we were living in. Oh, man. In the little dorm rooms. Lord Jesus. And, you know, that's really hard because for me... I'm just like, okay, you don't have time to wash this pan. You got to go and run to a meeting in the morning. Like, I do that all the time. Come back in an hour and clean it. That's totally fine with me. Right. But some people are like, no, the second you finish using this, you need to clean it right away. And I'm just like, it's okay. It's totally fine. Rules about where you can put the dish rag. Yes, there are. We have two hooks. One of them says hands for a dish rag. One of them says dishes and tape over top. I never follow that ever. Okay, that is absolutely terrifying. That is the difference between you and me. I'm Sister nope. Martha. I'm like, bless the Lord. Nope. <laughs> Look at that. I'm just sanitary like, reasons. I'm just like, it's dish towels. You just wash oh stuff gosh. with them. You <laughs> do? Yeah. Ah! I never follow that. I wow. just, I don't even know I, which one is on what? which side. I, the, Listen, sometimes, sometimes if I take one, if I take the dish one and I wipe it with my hands, I don't put it back. I just put it on the, I just put it on the oven and I'm just like, well, okay, look, this one can just be a no man's land towel. And that's what I do. Oh my gosh. I'm shook. I, but I, I, I don't, um, I don't often use the hand one to wipe the dishes. Cool. All right. So I I don't do that. Thank you. I feel, I don't even live on this floor anymore and I just feel like. The dishes one, sometimes I do use it to wipe my hands. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't have time to read the sign. Oh, my gosh. It was, like, one of the most beautiful things in my life when, like, we got here and there's, like, color-coded rags for things. Like, pink is for the bathroom. Blue is for surfaces. I was like, this is so brilliant. These people are brilliant. They're oh, see, so- I just wipe the surfaces down first and then I go to the toilet. No. And I, I just can't. use a blue towel oh my for all God. of it. <laughs> oh, my God. No. No! No! You spray it down with anti-back. All the germs are dead anyway. No! <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Alright. If Move. our hospitality leader ever listens to I know. this, I'm going to be pummeled. Whatever. She's never going to find it. Yeah, no. This is why we have code names. This is for this reason. Nobody... Or, okay, there's like two people in our monastery that knows that we oh, even man. make this. Gotta keep this under wraps. And you know? we're like, oh no, oh we're like, no. We're like spilling the tea <laughs> about like our lives. They cannot know. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, but, but like... So back, back to, to community living. Yeah. Because I think it's hard because it's like, if you have your own space, you can be like, hey, I'm making the rules. This yeah. is how we do it. Yeah. But like, when you share it with 20 other people, you have to like come to this consensus together and like... As amazing as it is, and all the movies and books to be like, kumbaya, like, you think that, I think that too. Like, that only happens if, like, you're in love with that person. The reality is when you're all sitting there and being like, um, no, I'm actually super annoyed if you, like, 
do that X, Y, and Z. And someone else is like, I'm not annoyed at all. And something has to give. Somebody has to change. There has to be compromise. And that process is messy. And then people's, like, feelings are involved. And their families and their past. And it's like getting married to all these people. That's, like, legit what it is. It's like the first year of marriage when you're, like, trying to figure out how to do your life with somebody else. You have to do that with a bunch of strangers that you don't know. Oh, the most annoying thing for me, the first year living on, like, this, uh, on our dormitory floor... People wouldn't move the chairs when they swept the floor in the kitchen. <laughs> and that was the most annoying thing for me ever. Hold on, wait, let me get this straight. You don't care about the dish rags, <laughs> but you care about under the table, like the... Yeah, you gotta move the chairs when <coughs> oh you sweep. God. This made me so annoyed that I literally, one day I texted my you're mother double, and I was like... You're double standards. No. <laughs> <laughs> one day I texted my mother... And I was like, wow, mom, thank you so much for teaching me how to sweep floors correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Some people here really get on my nerves. Like, I literally texted her that one day. Oh, my goodness. I was like, I'm so grateful that I have a mother who knows how to clean and has taught me how to sweep the floor. (laughs) A girl who doesn't care about the dish rag situation. (laughs) Whatever. When you wash your hands, all of the germs are gone. Why does it matter what rag you're using? It's not like you're using that rag to wipe down the table. I was the person that didn't sweep under the table. No! Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I was that person. Oh, my gosh. I literally, when somebody would be like, oh, I just finished cleaning the kitchen. Like, make sure it looks nice after you're finished. Yada, 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 whatever. In the group chat or whatever. And I would walk in, like. I know, 20 minutes later, and there was crumbs under the table. I'd be like, oh, my God, wait. Can I I tell you a secret? Was it you? No, it wasn't me. I was really, I loved cleaning the bathroom because I was really paranoid about cleaning the bathroom. So I cleaned the bathroom every time I could, right? Because I was, like, so specific. Like, this has to be, like, goddamn clean, you know? Yeah. But whenever I got put on cleaning the hallway, you know how, like, someone was supposed to clean the hallway? Yeah. I did nothing. I. Every time. I don't (laughs) think I've ever cleaned the hallway. Who the heck cares? I think I mopped it once in the two years we're that supposed I lived to there. mop it yeah you're supposed to dry sweep it or mop it okay on the, on the week i literally was like no one cares like it's fine this is just a freebie i'm not gonna do anything and i didn't every time i, I was like, put on the schedule to clean the hallway i was like who cares no one's watching bye i think <laughs> I in my check off the box like i did something but i didn't in my in my two and a half years of living on that floor I think I've cleaned the hallway once. Oh, man. But I think I've been put on it like four times. But that one time when I did clean it, um, I just took a vacuum cleaner the whole time. And oh, I, I didn't do any mopping. I did nothing, bro. I was like, no one's going to double check this. Like, it's going to be fine. Now I'm pretty sure we're supposed to like spray down handles when we do it, too. Oh, smart. But I don't think we do. I don't know. People never clean the hallway. It's totally fine. See, I always clean the kitchen. Because I'm so freaking pissed about the kitchen. <laughs> Another thing that really annoys me about living in community, Great, nobody organizes it. the Tupperware. <laughs> when I open it up, <laughs> this just turned out to be what happens in the kitchen on our dormitory Yeah, it's about to be like, this is just like shade about the Yeah, kitchen. this is just shade about the kitchen. <laughs> if you're listening, yay. Um, nobody organizes the Tupperware yeah. ever. That Every single annoying. time I clean the kitchen, I'm, I I'm organize the Tupperware. It's true. 
three days later, it's all a mess. Mm. And I get so freaking annoyed. And people will put lids in there mm-hmm. from, like, things that they've opened and, like, have thrown away the bottoms for. But How they're just they? like, oh, it's a plastic lid. We probably need this for something. No, you just threw away the bottom of the container. The it's not going to fit anything. They're monsters. I'm literally going to pummel you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you and your little sass on the side. Oh, my gosh. How could they? Sister Martha, I'm going to kick you in the face. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She has no sympathy for me. <laughs> no, none whatsoever. I'm mostly entertained. Oh, I hate the Tupperware. I hate it. Oh, man. I think... I think the other, the biggest, because I'm a super big extrovert as well, right? Yes. I'm a huge extrovert. So I think, I even went through some, like, withdrawals when I, like, moved off, moved off of the monastery, because I was just like, ah, what's happening? I want to be involved all the time, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, I think you kind of have to work through your, like, FOMO, your, like, fear of missing out, of, like, actually, I can build my own life away from people. And that's yeah. actually really good and healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so good to be, like, living real life with people. As amazing as it is and as costly as it is. Because, you know, you're, like, actually, like, letting people see all of your shit all yeah. the time. And, you know, someone's, like, paranoia about their, like, plastic lids. Totally fine. Super <laughs> normal, like, thing to be about. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Salty about. But, you know, like, everyone's just like, yes, I want you to see the, like, perfect me, but I don't want you to see the me that's, like, like, actually having a, like, meltdown about something. And you find your safe people and it's awesome. Anyway, moral of the story is, like, actually finding a life outside of the monastery is super good and I think important. And I think just as much as you need to be, like, close with people and be real with people and honest with people, you also need to be like, I'm okay being alone. Yeah. You know? Like, actually, I like myself, and when I'm alone, like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I say that as someone who's been alone mostly for, like, like the last three weeks, and is going definitely up the walls and absolutely insane. And, you know, if I could, in this moment, would move back to the monastery, because um, my, like, neighbors are crazy, and <laughs> you have all the same issues when you move off the monastery. It does yeah. not change, like... Ugh. I almost came here with a with a bag and slept over here last night. Oh my god, why did you not do that? Because I got home at like 11.45. I was still awake. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking, like, when, um, the, um, I can't say names. Yeah, totally. When bad. that person drove me home, yeah. I was just like, oh, should I tell them to stop here or should I tell them to go you all the way to the monster? I literally <laughs> almost just walked into your door and was like, I'm going to sleep on your bed tonight because I don't want to go home. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> Okay. So we're having the opposite reaction right now. Yeah. I'm like, in these moments, when things are like... Yeah. Because, again, it's COVID-19 time. Mm-hmm. And so things are getting heated on the monastery. And, like, right. people aren't allowed to basically leave their bedrooms. Yeah. For, for me, I'm like, I need to get off the monastery. I need to go and, like, I don't know, be away from people. Not be in my dorm room. Mm. And so... I'm the opposite, and here Sister Martha is like, <laughs> I'm living away from the monastery, and I need to be I'm by alone myself all the time. All the time. And I'm I just hate like, it. I can't be on my floor anymore. Like, there's just people like needing to talk about things that they're going through all the time, and I'm like, yes, I I'm just a have to be extrovert. the person that like helps you. It's so hard. No, that is not what I'm saying at all. Like, that is not them. what I'm saying at all. But there is just like nobody is like 
Yeah. Like, for me, an extra, like, being an extrovert, I'm like, I want to have fun with people, too, not just talk about serious things all the time. And so right now, it's yeah. just, like, this time of the people that are living on the Ooh. same floor as me, it's a lot <clears throat> of very serious conversations of, like, oh, how are you doing with this? How are oh, you, yeah. how are you like, lot, dealing man. with this, I don't know, second quarantine or third quarantine i don't even know how many they're all doing freaking great man that's yeah. what they get to hang out with each other because yeah, they're freaking they, cohort yeah they still y'all get should be checking up on me who's alone in my apartment oh my excuse gosh. me People. you can literally come whenever you want <laughs> no i can't well actually no yeah you're right you can't yeah you can't you can come sometimes all right, let's wrap this up. Yeah, we barely talked about pros and cons. We, <laughs> we just together. talked about how salty we are about the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> cons to living in a community, sharing stuff. I hate it. Oh, my gosh. Agreed. <laughs> the worst. People sharing common spaces is actually, like... Okay, I will say this, right? I feel like... So, the monastery, it feels like your home because you live there. But the reality is, it's not your home because... Like, a whole bunch of people come in and out of there, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you leave anything for, like, five seconds, people are like, oh, free stuff, amazing! And it just, like, grows, like, walks off, and, yeah. like, you never see that scarf again, you never see that coat again, you never see, like, those slippers again. You're like, cool, 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 cool. And you see someone else walking around with it, and you're like, you! Yes. You took my scarf! Yes. Okay, but even, okay, so I have a roommate... And we both, like, enjoy having people over. And so mm. we both are kind of like, oh, we need to keep the re- room clean. Right. Or at least relatively clean all sure. the time. So even when I'm in my own room, I feel like I can't leave my laptop out or, like, leave, I don't know, a dish uncleaned or something. Sure. Which I wouldn't leave for a long time anyway. But, like... There's just, like, pressure. Yeah, it's just, like, even Someone's in my own room... Someone's gonna be in room, here at any time. Yeah. Like, or oh, just decide, decide that or... you don't care about that shit and just be like, all right, cool. Like, well, it, like, someone's going to see this dirty dish. Congratulations. Welcome true. to my room. It's true. And I think to a degree we do have that. Like, it is, it is, we don't really care that much when dirty dishes are on. I so think like, what I you're really saying, more. I was like, is you're really saying you're not comfortable with everyone else seeing that side of you. That is true. Mm. But, so, like, if, if I know nobody's coming, yeah. then it doesn't matter if there's, like, dishes around. For me, it mm. doesn't really matter. I yeah. think I'm more picky about it because I'm like, if it's going to smell, if it's going to make the room smell, then I'm like, take your dish out right away. <laughs> take that dish out right now. Take that dish out. But get yourself I'm, out of here. But if I'm watching a movie and like my dish doesn't smell at all, I will not take it to mm. the dishwasher right away because it's like a walk away. <laughs> True. But I do feel a little bit of a pressure to have... Not during, not right now though, because of the whole COVID nineteen thing, and we mm. can't have people in our rooms. But when we had people in our rooms, like before, like all the time, people would come into our rooms a lot, especially the students, right? Because we were just like, oh yeah, yeah, that's totally this is fine. Safe place, yeah, come on like over. you can come to our room. It's totally fine. And so our room was like constantly clean. And so anytime I left my room, I felt like my room had to be very neat and tidy because I didn't know if my roommate was gonna have someone up later right. on yeah so even in like those times as well it just it's just like yeah i'm not that i'm a super messy person but i'm not a super neat person either <laughs> so sometimes i'm just like i want my room to have a little bit of clutter just a little bit of clutter and then i just let this here from yesterday yeah. just let just, just let so it go know. just let it go then yeah. i can just be like okay so what i'm super fun. into like pokemon who knows who cares like it's fine <laughs> just leave your what? stuff out i don't know i was picking something like a random hobby that you would like leave out 
Just because I'm in the Pokemon. I like a Pokemon at the moment. I don't know. More like knitting or. <laughs> I feel like you leave that out anyway. I'm like I leave my knitting out a lot actually. I don't even know what it would be that you would just be like, "Yep, there it is. Such is life. Like move on." Mm. You know. I never leave my. There's my laundry. Out. Like oh my laundry. I don't know. Yeah. So moral of the story I do leave is my laundry out. community is great. And it's freaking hard, actually, to, like, live your life with a whole bunch of other people and, like, their expectations and their varying levels of cleanliness. Yes. And little and communication. things build up. Mm. I think that's another thing about living in community. It's, yeah. like, tons and tons of little things that you're like, oh, yeah, that's not a big deal. That's right. not a big deal. That's not a big deal. And then oh. all of a sudden, everything just explodes. Which that, I feel like is, like, in any situation, any type of relationship. But, but it's so true. If what? someone, like, explodes on you and being like, you never do this thing, and you're like, oh, yeah, well, you, I've been holding all of this in this yes. whole time, and I haven't said anything, and you're going to, like, get on my back about, like, leaving that dish out, well, let me just bring up the, like, ten things that you've done to annoy yes. me this last week, you know? Yes, or, like, whenever somebody <clears throat> doesn't clean out their hair from the drain, mm. and I'm always like, mm, 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 mm. and I can always tell whose hair it is, because everybody, <laughs> on the, everybody on the floor has, like, varying levels of hair. Specific like, hair. Like, colored yeah. hair. Some of us have fun colors, some of us have very natural colors. Yep. So you can always tell whose hair it is. Uh, and, and, like, the length of uh, it, you're like, this person. Yes. Like, one time somebody was like, hey, you left your hair in the drain. And I was like, well, you left the dishes on the sink the other day. <laughs> You're like, okay. You want to clap? I can clap right back. Yeah. Like, let's just see what you got. Excuse mm. me, ma'am. You want to be salty? I can be salty, too, you know. But I am very good about cleaning my hair out of the drain because I find it really gross. Right. But, but there it's was true. one time you got to be, it. like, I feel like being in community makes you, like, really flexible and makes you learn how to compromise and like lets you actually be like actually I am going to go talk to you about that thing because it is super annoying and it's going to build up and I'm going to be annoyed every time I see you unless I talk to you about this thing yeah and like I like to think that make living in community makes you a better person I think it makes some of us just saltier people yeah <laughs> some people get like worse the longer they live in community I'm like <laughs> you need to so live by true. yourself you should not be here anymore but some people legitimately it it does make you a better person it does make you like i don't know there's some people that live in our community that yeah. have been on the monastery for years and they're just some of the the coolest people i've met super understanding yeah super like giving know how to confront in love yeah and you're like wow i want to be like you when i grow up you Amen. know so yeah that's true and then there's some people who have turned them super sour yeah like they're real salty you're just like, whoo! It's like, why do you hold a grudge about the dish that I left? Mm. I'm going to clean one fork and you're mad at me for mm. four weeks ago? Mm. You're right. You're like, is this really about the fork or is this about something else? You want to talk? Yes. Let's bring it out. Amen. It's never like, about the fork. It's never about the fork. It's always something else. But I guess like community, you got to deal with that kind of stuff. So if you think you're a nice person, try living in community and, like, come back to us. Oh, my gosh. I thought about <laughs> another thing. I oh thought about another thing. Okay. In the community that we live in, because we all, like, share the same faith, everybody just assumes that everybody's, like, extremely best friends. Oh. And I'm kind of like, okay, oh that's gosh, fine. That's true. Yeah, we can all be friends, but we don't all need to be super close. Mm. Like, people are like, oh, why won't you open up to me? Why won't you share yeah. with me? And I'm like, actually... You've broke my trust before, and I don't want to open up with you about this thing yeah. or something like that. And, like, they'll take that super offensively. Where if we were living outside of the community, mm. like, I don't even know if I would have been friends with you because our personalities just don't match up. 
But here, because we're living in yeah. the monastery, we have to be friends. Right. Even though, naturally, we're not very, like, we don't blend very well. We don't mix very well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think that's another thing that is super hard about living in community, mm. but also super good because mm. you have to learn how to be friends with people who you wouldn't typically be friends with. Yeah. Because you live so close together. But then so it's so stretching because you're like, oh my gosh, this person, like, really, really makes me mad, makes me yeah. upset, had said this thing to me one time that I right. just, like, you know, there's just, like, things where you're, like, I, yeah, okay, I forgive this person, but I don't want to be close with them anymore. Yeah. But then that person might be, like, oh, no, we need to be close now mm-hmm. because you've forgiven me. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> We're best friends, right? Yeah. But, like, mm. it is just, like, this thing about... Yeah. And I think that's a huge... A huge part of that is because we all share the same faith. So they're like, oh, why would anything be wrong in our relationship? Right. Where it's like, actually, things aren't pers- aren't perfect all the right. time. Like, we do have a little bit of ish to work through before we can be friends. Right. And that's totally normal. That's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. But I think in living in the monastery, people are like, oh my gosh, you two don't get along? Yeah. Well, not right now, but we will eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really interesting because it's like... This isn't an automatic pass to best friends. Yeah. You know, this isn't like, well, I live here and we all share the same faith, so that means you have to be my best friend. Yeah. I'm like, that's not true. But I think it's also really important that because we share the same faith, I'm not going to run from something uncomfortable. Right. Because I think that's really the reality is that, like, I think, like, everyone's down for community as long as you think the same way I do, as long as you have a similar background experience as me as long as we're basically the same person i'm like you're not interested in friends you're interested in a mirror yeah <laughs> like you're interested in someone who's exactly like you amen like that's just not real life and actually your life is going to be better or more rich because of someone who's super different and maybe that person that i never in a million years would have thought i would have been best friends with but because mm-hmm. i live in like really crazy close community and like this is just how we got thrown together like yeah i'm like really good friends with sister Deborah. here we are but there's other people that it's like no listen this is not like a free pass for us to be best friends okay just because we live here does not mean that like i'm your bff okay listen that's gotta there's gotta be some trust here there's gotta be some stuff earned there's gotta be like yeah some like we work through our stuff but i think that you're actually going to go through the uncomfortable stuff and be like, hey, when you said that, I was actually really hurt or that, like, offended me. Or you can be like, hey, girl, I feel like you're being real offended by everything. You need to, like, lighten up. Lighten up. Like, it's okay. It's just a dish. Like, we're going to be fine. Yeah. I'm, like, not against you, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm not kinda trying goes, to ruin your day. Yeah, it kind of goes, like, both ways in that sense where, yeah. I don't know, you become friends with people you didn't think you'd be friends with, and then the other way, it's like, listen, we're not all best friends here, and that doesn't mean that we're, like, less of a community. Right. Like, and it also means, like, I'm going to have hard conversations with you, and we are going to be different, and... Yeah. (laughs) Like... And another thing I think about that is, like, we're kind of blessed that we live in a bigger community, Mm. um, because we can kind of find other friends than the people who maybe we don't get along with. You can, like, navigate around Where, as, like... (laughs) This organization that we're with is kind of in a lot of different areas. And so some places have less people that live together and some places have more. So in places that have, like, 
less than 20 people living together, there's, like, no way to avoid yeah. people who are, like, oh, I'm forced into friendship with you. Then you physically are forced into yeah. friendship with them. I guess y'all just figure it out. I yeah. Don't know, man. Or you leave the monastery. You're like, or you leave. bye. Yeah. <laughs> really can't handle this person. <laughs> 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 but we are, we are, like, lucky to be able to have so many people living around us that we don't need to be... I don't know, constantly surrounded by the people that we feel like we're forced into friendship with. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's great because I'm, like, I'm a richer person because I know you, but if I, like, don't have the grace to handle you right now, I'm going to go hang out with, like, Sister Deborah. <laughs> yeah. And it's totally fine. I mean, you don't drive with everyone in the world. Yeah. You don't need to be Nobody best friends does. with everybody. It's okay. Nobody does. You don't need to. If that person doesn't like you, it is not the end of the world. Yeah. Even Jesus butted heads with the Pharisees. Yeah, like, bro. Come on. <laughs> Even just had a group of 12 people. And, yeah. And one of them was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Judas, what are you doing? Like, Amen. <laughs> Didn't work he out. He even had... The one who Jesus loved. See, I mean, he's got even closer friends than his 12. Yeah, he has, like, his inner circle. Yeah. Freaking Peter and John. Yeah. And everyone was like, I hate you guys. Everybody else was like, whatever. We're just, like, chopped liver. It's fine. <laughs> Which just... one of us is the greatest? Which one? Jesus is a meat. I'm the great, right? <laughs> right? Right? We're, we're just here to learn how to fish. <laughs> <laughs> and multiply bread. That's all we need to know. I hate this guy, but I like you, so I guess I'll show up. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, that's our podcast on living in community. All right, man. Thanks for hanging with us. Some of that might get cut. It'll be fine. <laughs> none of it. None of it should get cut. Moral of the story. I feel like we've wrapped this up like three times. Moral of the story is, <laughs> community is hard, but it's great. But also, man, like, sweep under the, the table, bruh. Amen. <laughs> Everybody should sweep under the table. If you live with me and you're listening to this, <laughs> sweep under the table. <laughs> I'm gonna show this to and, my future children and be and like, like this clean is why. the drains. <laughs> clean the drains. Use the correct dish towels. That's a big one for me, fam. <laughs> we, we should never be roommates. <laughs> We'd be great roommates. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Anyway, this is Sister Martha. And this is Sister Deborah. Signing off till another day. Adios. <laughs>